All right, here we go. Great. Hey there, I'm Nick. I'm in my 20s trying to figure out life and what faith has to do with it. I've got a lot of questions, probably very similar to the ones you've got. But here's the thing. I'm looking for a better answer, and it's difficult to find someone who can help. So I'm bringing on Kyle, a mentor of mine, who's going to help me find a better answer. Do you want to intro us this week? I feel like... Sure. How do you do it? <laughs> Gosh. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to A Better I, Answer. Hold on. Stop. No, this, this train's moving. Are you, you on? You told me I get to do the intro this week, and okay, then you just started right. doing it. Right, I asked you one question. I was like, how do okay. I do it? And then you just started going. Okay, okay. Everybody, just get one moment. So, go ahead. No, but what do I do? Just say hello. Hello. Welcome to A Better Answer no, Podcast. You got ahead of yourself. I didn't. Oh, just yeah. hello. Hello. Yeah. Great. That was beautiful. So, hi. <laughs> I think hi. I got tricked. Uh, can I show you something? Um... Have you heard of Mid Journey? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty awesome. So I want to, I want to show you, and I, I wish you guys could see it. I'll describe it. So I typed in like Jesus coming back in a modern church, uh, and it looked like realistic. Wow. <laughs> this is uh, Mid Journey's an AI art generator. Yes, everybody. Yeah, and it's, it's been so much fun to work. It's with. so cool. Another a friend of mine just like literally an hour ago showed me. Whoa, Mario Link! Nick yeah, showing me <laughs> <laughs> a friend. A friend about an hour ago was showing me stuff he made on Mid Journey. It was like um, uh, nativity figurines in the mm. style of Picasso. That's yeah, it's cool, super freaking yeah. cool. But like, imagine like the artistic yeah. worlds and ideas you can come up just to iterate. Yeah, and so it's just something fun. I need that. It's really fun. It's really that. fun. Are we sponsored by Mid Journey? We should be. Oh, this is, I, I made the joke that um, this is what uh, Crossroads anime would be. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that funny? Uh, that's good. You should put these somewhere that people can see them. I, I would love to do that. Um, how, how do I do that? I don't know. Okay. You hey, made you made art. I know. I would love to say Artificial show intelligence. You should be able to just put them somewhere. Take a look at, um, honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> where, where, out of all of our resources... They can, you can find me on the Crossroads app, and if I'm able to, I will have posted these on my account. Okay. Okay. Done. Good, good That's luck. good enough. So I have a week from Hunt now. for it. It's going to be so worth it. Post this Monday. So is it, when this is out, hopefully I figure that out. If yeah. you don't see it, email me and I'll send it to you. Uh, it's not going to change your life, but it might give you like 30 seconds of it's on, distraction. Actually, you know how we've fun. talked about, I know this is off topic. We'll, we'll, uh, we've talked about how God is more creative with our quiet time yeah. than than we are. Uh-huh. I actually used that during quiet time. Imagine Jesus oh. coming back. And it gave me so much hope. That's cool. And like, I felt more love. Yeah. Because I could see like his, what his smile might look like. Yeah. When he comes to get us. So, I That's pretty cool. Just something that. Something okay. That worked. So, all right. Journey. Talked a little bit with Kyle beforehand, but so, uh, we didn't have a podcast on Monday and that was a blessing because uh, last Wednesday, my grandmother passed away and it was very unexpected and she was having a normal surgery on Monday and then it slowly got worse and worse. Sarah and I decided to head up Wednesday morning and then not an hour later she passed. Mm. And that was, that was tough. That was, Mm. that was a tough day for me. I was expecting her to be alive. I was expecting her to, to, uh, survive the surgery, which she did. The surgery was 100% successful. She was like awake, happy, 
and it just kept getting worse. Um, and I had told her Sunday that, oh, I guess I, I'm, t- I'm saying this on the podcast now. Sarah's pregnant. <laughs> That's very happy. <laughs> yep. And I told her Sunday, and she, she was very excited for us. But you know, there's there's an ache in me that she's not going to be able to meet my baby. Yeah. At least on this side of heaven. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, I'm grieving. I'm. Uh, I was angry. Angry how it happened. Angry yeah. that it happened so fast. Um, angry at who? Who was I angry at? Uh, maybe a little bit of myself. Not oh. trusting my gut to get up there faster. Because mm. the doctor said things would be fine. Yeah. And they weren't. Huh. Um, and not, honestly, no, not at a person. Just the situation. Yeah. I hate that it, it happened so fast. Yeah. Um, she, she was in Chicago. That's why we're, and we weren't immediately there. Um, and so I'm just, I'm processing that. Yeah. And I'm hoping you can help me out. Well, you said you had other grandparents pass away, but it's more expected, right? Yeah. So I, this was actually my last grandparent. Um, I've lost all three, now four of my grandparents, all the others. Um, one was skin cancer, Mm -hmm. um, a long prolonged suffering until, it was like too much for him. And yeah. we, we knew it was coming. The other two was Alzheimer's. Um, and at that point, their minds had, you know, mm-hmm. become so unapproachable, unrelatable that I was ready for them to pass on and experience relief because yeah. they weren't who they, they are. But this grandma, fully alive, joyful, bright, happy, you know, always fun to talk to. And so it just sucks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it does suck. I mean, that's <laughs> what, I, what I told Nick before we started recording was it sucks and, and there's just no way to not make it suck. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> one, Nick, I think just hear from me and I know everybody listening, um, man, we're so sorry. It, yeah. It's awful. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it sucks, man. Yeah. Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. You were close with your grandma? Yeah, yeah, we were close. Uh, it was a lot of fun to talk with her all the time. We we had a lot of good conversations. Um, she was always very understanding, empathetic, and just wanted was interested yeah. in your life. Like when we got our home, she was just so excited about that, mm. and had so many fun things to talk about. Her getting her home and just how that process worked. It was wild to hear how like a home they bought back then for like a hundred something grand, you know, it, in twenty. Uh, 16, I think when they sold it, just how much it increased because yeah. of inflation. <laughs> um, but yeah, she was always just, she she was so very loving, Yeah, I think, and serving. Like if you went over, she would already have something prepared for you to sit down and relax yeah. and then talk with you. Yeah. And you just felt welcome. Mm. Yeah. Well, I think there's something, I mean, just to kind of process this, this through with you and with everybody listening, that's worth acknowledging up front of that anger that you feel of like, man, this just sucks. This just mm-hmm. shouldn't, yep. this just shouldn't happen. Right. I think even in the deaths that are ex- more expected, mm-hmm. somebody has Alzheimer's, you know, they're 102 years old and you're like, oh yeah, they passed away. Like yeah. that's what I thought yeah. would happen. Even in those situations, there's always still something in this that still feels like this isn't right. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, people aren't supposed to die. Right. They're not supposed to just be gone. Relationships aren't supposed to end. And if you're if you're a believer in in Jesus, you can reconcile that that feeling to the story in the Bible and say, mm-hmm. yeah, that's exactly what the story backs up. And mm-hmm. if you're not yet a believer in Jesus, that's okay. Pumped, you're listening. 
I would just say, pay attention to that feeling of, of grief and that feeling of, man, this just isn't right Yep. because yep. it's true. And then yeah. ask yourself, why is it there if it's, if it's false? Like yeah. If, yeah. if death is supposed to be happening, why in the world do you ever feel like it's not, you know? Right. Right. I, I interpret that as this is evidence that the biblical story is true. The world's broken is basically mm-hmm. what the story says. <clears throat> and the original plan and design did not have death in it. Yeah. 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 And then the world broke right. because of sin. And right. now death is a part of the equation. Yeah. For now. Right. To highlight something you said, I remember, I don't remember when, just, I don't, I want to pause at one of your points. Uh, when I became a believer about seven years ago, I remember a time when it was like, oh, there are things in this world that I experience that I'm, I was never designed to experience. Correct. One of those is death. Yeah. Myself or in the form of others. Yeah. Um, and there are a lot of other things that can go into that category, but there was a, a moment of like, oh, this is not to God's full design. Yeah. He created a full design. Or at least, actually, part of my theory is that he wasn't done. <laughs> yeah. That we stopped him from creating more. Um, we broke it with sin, um, and now we experience things we're not supposed to. Yeah, I think that's a great way to look at it. You know, I I, I agree. Yeah. I think that's a lot of things that are the most painful are those things: trauma, abuse, right, um, right, a loved one dying. Yeah. They're all in that category of yeah. It yeah. sucks because you're never supposed to yeah experience it, and therefore it's it's really difficult. So, okay, on that note, just processing through this, like, why can why shouldn't I blame God here, you know? Yeah. Like, when I'm angry, like, shouldn't be like this. Yeah. Okay, and we just said, it's broken to God's design. Yeah. Okay, and here we are, nothing's changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, why shouldn't I point a finger at God? And be like, God, you could have saved her. Yeah, you could have done didn't. something. Right. Yeah. This is, um, this is a really good question, and I think it's it's one that, and particularly if you have a loved one who passed away and you probably prayed for that not to happen, I would mm-hmm. guess, with your grandma. Yeah. Did you pray that God would I prayed heal that her, save her, rescue her? I prayed see my future baby. Yeah. So. So God didn't answer your prayer. Right. Well, you could say that he did. He said no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said, he said no. Right. I think that's a reasonable response to go, well, if it was in your power to give me something good. Yeah. And, and you didn't, shouldn't I be angry at you? Right. And... Um, my my response would be, um, if you feel that way, one, it's important to, to express that to God. I think mm-hmm. some people have this feeling of like, you can't say how you actually feel. Yeah. So it's like this, the relationship with God becomes this like sterilized, fake thing. Yep. You know, if I never told my wife how I actually felt, even when the how I felt was like, mm-hmm. maybe was going to upset her, mm-hmm. that we wouldn't have a real relationship. Right. And so you have to tell God how you actually feel. Like that's important. Right. Um, but the the answer as to why would you ever not be mad with God? Yeah. Would be one reason only, um, and the only reason would be if he said, "Hey, oh, I totally get it. It looks like the story ends bad. Mm. It it doesn't end bad. This isn't the end of the story. Okay. There's actually more story that's going to happen. Please yeah. keep watching." Okay. And allow me the the ability to redeem this whole thing, and that's yeah. basically, you know, the the sort of why does pain and suffering happen in the world? Mm-hmm. The answer would be, well, we are still in free agent status, 
we are still able to choose good or evil, everybody, and our, our actions have real consequences. Mm-hmm. And this broken world still is a thing we live in, and God in his mercy, according to the Bible, allows it to continue so that more people yeah. can ultimately be saved and experience uh, a perfect eternity right. with him. So it's in right. his mercy that he allows this um, horrible world to exist. And you have to go like, well, but I don't think that's worth it. Mm-hmm. And that could be a reasonable response. Mm-hmm. Well, but it's not worth it to just let it keep going. Let more people be born. There'll be there'll be children born today who have yeah. severe right. complications in their life right. and and struggle their whole right. life, who live a life of pain. There are people who are being abused right now. And how could that possibly be worth it? Mm-hmm. And and my my push, if that's kind of where you where you are, would be to say, okay, well, I want you to imagine how good would a perfect eternity really have to be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for it to be worth it? Right. How, how amazing would it have to be? Right. And then whatever you come up with, it's like, yeah, that's, it, it's that, but times infinity. Totally. That's, that's what God yeah. promises. Yeah. Is he, he says it actually is worth it. Yeah. The opportunity to experience love with him forever is, mm-hmm. is worth yeah. the pain and the risk of suffering in the world. Isn't there some verse that says, no, I has seen or like mind imagined uh, the place he's preparing for us, something like that? Yes. Okay. So like even like your your wildest capacity to dream up heaven. And like, you know, I'm sure some people watching, some have seen TV shows or movies try. Yeah. And as I continue to know Jesus and I see how much they miss the mark on who, who God is. Yeah. Because there's always like, you, there's usually some works-based stuff in it of like, mm-hmm. you get to heaven, then you you got to earn, you know, how good it is. You right. You work to be happy. Yeah. It's, it's um, the verse you, you mentioned, by the way, is 1 Corinthians 2, 9. But as it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man. Wow. The things which God has prepared for those who love him. He basically was like, no one's ever seen it, heard it or can possibly imagine <laughs> how good it's going to be. It's it, cool. it actually, I mean, <laughs> this is going to seem like we, we had the uh, the AI art generator yeah. as like an intentional yeah. setup. We totally didn't, but yeah. uh, I think it's a great example. Yeah. How does AI work? It, it can only imagine something based on existing inputs. 100%. So it goes and it searches the mm-hmm. database of <clears throat> all the artwork ever made and then it puts together something quote unquote new, right. but, it, but it's not right. really new. It's just like, out of the ingredients we already have, what right. can I make? Right. Okay. The Bible basically says that's not heaven. Heaven is, I, I think, and this gets a little bit into sort of the nature of physics and reality. Mm-hmm. The best way to think about heaven is it is dimensions beyond our own. It is additional yeah. sorts of dimensions, and it's some that we interact with differently. Time <clears throat> is completely different. Right. There, right. So we know right. it's not exactly, it's, it's not our four-dimensional. Yeah. Um, time mm-hmm. plus space right. that we live in now. It's it's something beyond it. And so it would sort of be like going, if you lived in a 2D world, yeah. you were a stick figure on a flat surface, asking that person to imagine three dimensions of what that world would be like. Right. They can't. No. <laughs> There's no concept. That's, right. that's basically what the Bible describes heaven yeah. as. Um, so if you go, well, it's beyond my imagination. I can't imagine what would be worth the pain and suffering. I go, yeah. cool. But God says it will be. And your your choice is do I do I trust him mm-hmm. or not or do mm-hmm. I trust myself yeah um, and okay. that's kind of where where you land on 
is it his fault? Is it, is it worth it? Um, that we still have suffering. Mm -hmm. It's kind of wild that one of the things we can know about heaven is that we can't know it. (laughs) It's a little frustrating. And and you've said this before, like we want a God that we cannot completely understand. How disappointing would it be (laughs) if like your friend Jeff walked in and Jeff was like, you know what? I'm actually God. You'd be like, oh man, (laughs) even if he was the best guy, you'd be like, that's it. That's yeah. It would be, yeah. That's it, huh? (laughs) Okay. Um, so I don't know where I was going with that. I think, okay, if you don't mind me pivoting, can I ask you some hard questions? Yeah. Okay, so how do I know she's there? In heaven? Yeah. Well, did she believe in Jesus? Yes. Okay. But so is that like... Let's let's talk about that. And then okay. I, I, can we talk about well, what if I know as much as I can know that my that my person who died d- didn't believe in Jesus? Can we talk about that yes, next? please. Okay, let, let's address the believe in Jesus first. Um, because biblically it's... Much easier. Yeah. Um, when someone dies who believes in Jesus, scripture is explicitly, abundantly clear in one thing. They are and forever will be saved, meaning mm-hmm. they are their eternal existence will be with God in heaven forever in some state of perfected <clears throat> living. Mm-hmm. Now, where it gets fuzzy and debates happen are like, okay, is she there like now or is she in some kind of suspended thing? And then you go like, okay, well, what is now to the God Uh who says a thousand years is like a day and a day is like a thousand years, compares himself to light, light, which is outside of time. Like there's this, all this weird, you go like, I don't know. It just says it's going to be awesome, more awesome than we can imagine. And you're guaranteed to get Mm -hmm. to experience that. Okay. Yeah. In his presence forever, the best thing in the whole world. Um, now, because of that, what I sometimes do with believers is this kind of two-step thing. Mm-hmm. One, we always want to acknowledge, man, it sucks. So if someone's listening and you lost somebody, let me just say it sucks to yeah. lose somebody. Right. It's awful. I don't think that kind of pain and grief is part of God's plan, but it's happening because of the broken world that we live in because of sin. That's that's why it's there. And it just sucks. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be that way. It's not fair. All those things are completely true. Yeah. And on the second second side, sometimes you'll see believers get stuck in that cycle of just, this is awful. This is so horrible. This is so horrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I like to gently, so, so gently just remind them that we don't grieve like the rest of the world who mm-hmm. doesn't believe in Jesus. You which say we... Believers. We as believers, if yeah. you believe in Jesus, you grieve differently. So yes. here's here's first Theth- first Thessalonians. <laughs> <can't say. laughs> That's a hard word. <laughs> you first, you have your practice. Thessalonians four thirteen. This says, brothers and sisters, we do not want you to be uninformed about those who sleep in death, so that you do not grieve like the rest of mankind who have no hope. Okay, so basically, it's like. That. Everybody else grieves as if there's no hope. There's nothing next. Right. Which is natural if you don't have anything else. Yeah. But that's not what we believe. Right. We believe there is a next. Yeah. And so for your for your grandmother, mm-hmm. we don't believe that she's suffering somewhere or just non-existent. Yeah. We yeah. don't believe that she's missed out on something awful and hard. Right. Or, I mean, sorry, that she's missed out on something beautiful. Yeah. We think that she's gotten something so much more beautiful, we can't possibly imagine how good it is. Yeah. Yep. That's what we believe. We yep. believe she is phenomenally great right now. Mm-hmm. 
So we don't grieve for her experience. We grieve for us missing her. Yes. And that's the part I go, man, yeah, yes. please grieve, grieve for missing her. It means, you, it means you're missing something really great. Right. But we don't grieve that she's, she is gone mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. her sake. Yeah. Does that make sense? Totally. Um, that's the simple explanation for yeah. boomers. And, it doesn't, and, and by the way, that doesn't, there are no shoulds in grief. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that doesn't mean you shouldn't feel sad. No, 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 <laughs> no, no. It's right. okay to feel right. sad. It's okay right. to feel sad. Yeah. But man, your sadness <clears throat> gets to have totally this, this totally. like s- this center of hope. Right. <laughs> How great right. is that? Yeah. And I think, uh, like to, to, to speak to that, like I, I miss her. Mm-hmm. I wish she was here. Mm-hmm. I wish I had another month with her, nine months so that she could he- be here for the baby. Um, and I grieve the fact that she won't be. Yeah. Like I can't, there's nothing that can change that. Yeah. Do you think she currently it wishes she was still here? So that's, and that's where I land, where I move from. So that's my feeling, my grief. Yeah. And then I recognize she's a believer in Jesus. There's like, there are promises made yeah. to her that are being fulfilled or were fulfilled the moment she died. Yep. And now she's at, at that place, I don't, you know, whatever the scholars can argue. She is either there or will be at the place that God has prepared for us mm-hmm. for eternity that like has to be so good that you look back on this of like, I, I'm, I don't want to go back. Yeah. Right. And even being with reunited with other people that believe in Jesus, yeah. are part of the kingdom. And I think um, something even believers get stuck on. And so whether you're spiritual agnostic atheist or Christian, uh, this is something I hear people get stuck on is, um, is the fact that we blame God for all the death mm-hmm. in the world. But I know that there's two, there's two, two sides to this, mm-hmm. that there's the side of life and the side of death. And we blame God for the side of death, but Satan is the one who steals, kills and destroys. Yeah. And Jesus promises life and life to the full. And I think, he actually means that not just here, that we follow that here. Yeah. He also means that for eternity. And we yeah. forget that we ourselves are, we're going to pass away. Yeah. And so I want to be on the side of life. I think one of the biggest differences between how most 21st century American believers lived and the original church lived mm-hmm. is they, they did not view their current life with the importance that we do. Yeah. They consider themselves, as scripture says, foreigners and aliens in this world. They consider that they had a a heavenly home. Hebrews says they fixed their eyes on what wasn't seen. They looked over, there's almost this imagery of you look over the horizon at the next world and Mm -hmm. that's what you walk towards. That's Mm -hmm. what you think about. And, And I think for understandable reasons over the last few decades, you know, there's the phrase of like, so heavenly focused, you're doing no earthly good. Like the church, the church maybe went to a point where it just thought about getting to heaven and getting the bus ticket mm-hmm, to heaven mm-hmm. that it wasn't actually doing anything good here now. I don't think, I don't think mm-hmm. that that's where you want to land either. Yeah. 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 But I do think that there's this missing thing of longing for the, our true home. Yeah. That's not yeah, going to yeah. happen in this, in this life. It's going to be past this life and spending this life, helping as many people know Jesus so that they can experience mm-hmm. that too. That's, mm-hmm. that's what we want to focus on. Yeah. So I think there's something healthy when a loved one does pass away to consider eternity, right? To consider your life and your choices. Um, because scripture says that this whole world is it's, it withers and fades. 
Totally. So fast. Yeah. It's yeah. breath is, it, it's a, Ecclesiastes says we're a vapor. Yeah. hundred percent. It's like here and gone. That's it. Can Inhale, we, exhale. That's your whole life. This uh, time is flying by on this topic. Um, yeah. Can we talk about why shouldn't we be afraid of that? What do you mean? You know, I think a lot, of, I mean, there's a lot of people who are afraid of the fact that it's vapor. Life is vapor. Yeah. Because it's all, it's all going to pass away. It's all going to be gone. I know, I know personally people who are, they kind of like, I don't want to talk about, I don't want to talk about death. I don't want to talk about people who have passed. I, okay. Yeah, I know they're in heaven. Don't, don't talk, don't talk to me about it. Yeah. Why? And I think I, I perceive that as fear and something totally in fear. them. Why shouldn't we be afraid of that? Um, well, you should if you have no plan. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's a, if you don't think about it, I would be totally afraid of it. Right. Because I haven't decided what I think is going to happen. Yeah. Or I've decided what I think is going to happen, but really it's not, I know somewhere in me, it's not based on anything other than my wishes, which right. don't matter. Right. I wish I had a million dollars right now. Oh, I don't. Okay, so I don't have the power to wish into existence uh-huh. the things that I want, okay? Yeah. Yeah. That's not a thing. Yeah. Manifesting that whole idea doesn't work. Not a thing. You can't do it. I promise. Yeah. What do you want? The mo- you want a dinosaur? Try to manifest <laughs> a dinosaur. It's not going to happen. Yeah. It's yeah. not how it works. Right. Now, there is something towards, though, in, in even that idea of going, you know, I, I, I want something good in my future. Yeah. So let me think towards it. Yeah. And if I think towards it, I might be able to take steps that get me actually there. Totally. Okay. That's, yeah. that's totally <clears throat> different than wishful thinking. Yeah. Um, so I think the way to not be afraid of it is to actually think about it and to consider what, what do I think will happen at the end mm-hmm. of my life? Yeah. W- where does this all go? And, and, you know, again, scripture basically presents the case that, well, if you believe in Jesus, he defeats death. He holds, right. according to Revelation, he has the keys to death. Yeah. Which He's defeated it. Pretty cool. So you don't have he <clears throat> the last enemy called death. Yeah. And like, does anybody else hold that? No. No. Just him. And so I'll read a verse to go with that. This is Jesus speaking. I've, I've read it before because it's like a sim- the simplest way to understand what, what, what if you're asking, what, okay, what do I need? What do I need, yeah. to, what do I need to get into heaven? This is Jesus. I tell you the truth. Those who listen to my message and believe in God who sent me have eternal life, period. And just yep. like notice the 100% confidence in that. There's no room. Like it's not like I tell you the truth. Those who listen to my message and believe in God will be judged with a lighter scale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it says they will never be condemned for their sins, yeah. but they have already passed from death into life. And something I'm learning, knowledge is not everything. Yeah. You if all you have is belief in Jesus, like you have full trust and faith in him, you don't have to completely understand everything in order to come into that reality, right? Yes. And to stand on it. Um, so that gives me comfort, you know? Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yes. Um, can we talk about, Oh, man, there's so much to talk about. Here. I know, isn't there? There's can a lot. It, okay, can we set it up this way? Do we have time in this episode to address what if I don't believe in Jesus? What if I? Um, I would say that's definitely a part two. <laughs> that's a part two. Okay, I yeah. would like. I'd love to do a part two. That's what if I don't believe in Jesus? So that'll be next. Or what if my loved one doesn't didn't believe in Jesus? Yes. And then I'd love to do specifically just because it's personal to me a what about suicide episode. Mm. Oof. Which may be our least yeah. ever listened to episode, but my hope would yeah. be for the like right, four people who listen to it, yeah. it, it really helps them. Yes, that is 100% doable. Um, okay, 
Hey, I know this is a heavier topic, heavier episode. Um, I, I, refine what I'm about to say, please. (laughs) (laughs) What I want to leave you with is that verse. If you believe in Jesus, you will never be condemned and you are with him and you have eternal life. And there's nothing you need to understand, um, more there's nothing you need to do other than believe in Jesus. Yeah. That's it. You're wondering, if you're wondering, what do I need? What do I have to do? That's it. Yeah. That, like there is, there's nothing else. Yep. So that's the comfort I give you. Um, if you believe in Jesus, you have eternal life and you will never be condemned. Um, yeah. That's what I have. Well, and I think for the next episode, if it's a, hey, but what about my, my grandma who passed who didn't believe in Jesus or my friend who didn't? Um, yeah. Listen to our next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I believe scripture allows us room to hope. Yes. I I cannot theologically make promises, (laughs) but I can't make promises about anything. Right. Um, Right. But I I think that there's, there's some, there's some hope for us. Yeah. So I agree. I agree. All right. Hey, hold on to that hope. We love you guys. See you next week.